the following pendant production. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the commentary for season 10. Can you believe it? Episode one of The Kingery. Can't. I can't believe it at all. I, it's unbelievable. It's it's totally unbelievable. Uh, this episode is called Day of the Hot Spot, and with me is the writer of the script, Jeffrey Bridges. Hello, everybody. And my beautiful assistant, Bruce. Bruce Busby. Thank you for that lovely description. <laughs> all right, so we're... Uh, we're doing something a little different with this season, if you haven't noticed. We've uh, got a smaller cast this episode than we had uh, last time. <laughs> right, right. When we were planning out this season, we thought, well, I guess this was mostly me. People had, you know, I got the ideas from the other writers and stuff about what to do, but I had this idea that I wanted to try something really different that not only Kingery had never done, but that nothing intended had ever done, no show had ever done to see how this worked. And so... Um, Show's got <laughs> show's got a very different format this season, and um, okay, I have to say, I'm sorry. It was great to finally hear Jeppy and the cat. Oh my god, he's so brilliant. He's so hilarious. <laughs> yes, it's uh, Andre Verneau as Jeppy, as we finally gotten a definite pronunciation on Jeppy. We've had it both ways over the years. And uh, returning, we have Christopher Gilstrap as Cal, and Alicia Lane Pickens as Madeline Gray, and a lot of big booms, courtesy of Bruce. Yes, I was, you know, it, it's one of those things where you, you open the season and this is one of the most complex things I ever had to put together because all the fight stuff all came together. You can actually hear the people kind of complaining and, and the, the whining from Jeffy is just perfect. I mean, just perfect. You want these guys stopped or you want them to clean out your entire business? It's interesting because I... I think he took it a little more stereotypically French than I had even written him, because, like, the sacre bleu that he does wasn't in the script, and so he, he amped it up even more, where it's like, you're like, is he putting this on? Is he? It's a kind of a fake accent that he does because he thinks it sounds fancy, and maybe it is, and that's kind of great, so it all worked out wonderful. It, it's very Pepe Le Pew. It, it, Pepe Le Pew crossed with Hercule Poirot. It's, it's yes. really good. Gotta beat on the last one. Get down. Ah. Gotcha. Well, you gotcha. You can part, hear the smirk. The smirk. The smirk is very good. <laughs> Captain Gray. And a great yelp from Cal that there as well. Really, really nice sound effects work on the uh, the yes. ember pistols there, Bruce. Yeah, I, I think Dave Dave saw that. It was it was a the whole separate uh, audition file just for the the creation of those sounds. You're buying me dinner. You did me dirty. Well, sometimes you just have to to build them if you can't find them. Much more than a Well, I mean, what does it sound like? And, and there's a really nasty sizzle when it hits the body. There's actually like a sizzling bacon sound, which, and, and only when it hits the body. When it hits a wall, it just makes like the, the sparkler sound and the, and the wall lights on fire. But no, 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 hits a body, it sizzles. It's just nasty. It's beautiful, beautifully nasty. You've got insurance, right? Pass two. Part of Kingery Code. You wouldn't be You're violating code. Violating code, <laughs> are you, Jeffy? No, no. And uh, you were highly amused by, uh, um, by a reference that's made a couple of times in this uh, scene. Oh, yes. The, the chocolate starfish. Yes. <laughs> so, something that I believe George Decay likes to refer to as the balloon knot. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. I remember it from, I think it was Limp Biscuit had the album, uh, Hot Dog Water and the Chocolate Starfish. Oh, my. That's news to me. Okay. That's old school. I say old school, like, like not late 90s. Oh. 
Don't mind if I fucking do. Oh, and the eating sounds here are just perfect. Oh, God, the eating sounds. So many Stop eating sounds in this episode. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just, I'm sorry. It's okay. It. It, it, it has to be there sometimes. We're realistic on this show, and sometimes that includes eating. No, that that would that would be Maddie eating, and she just has that. I got a mouthful of chocolate. Don't bother me. Sound. But what is this chocolate? But yeah, and I get more of that in the upcoming scene here. Right. If that if that wasn't enough, she doesn't just have a few pieces of chocolate. Then they have a whole meal together. So that hell is buying. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. It's all right. It's all right. She set him up, man. It's just the way it goes. And of course, now we go to Sarah's restaurant or whatever. I miss him, though. Have we ever really decided what the name of it is? The Terrace or Sarah's? Sarah's or the Terrace or Sarah's Terrace. It's gone by a couple of different. It's just they just they just go by Sarah's because you know she runs it now, and so she has for a long time, probably longer than she has it now. The show's been going so long. Yeah, cause she. I don't think she was the original owner. No, no, just the waitress. Yep. Then I'd have Major put one in you like she did Brannis. Yeah, the whole uh, idea behind this was to kind of drop people in to uh, how things are going for Maddie at the Kingery now. Um, Some amount of time after the end of the last season. Um, You're not going to find out how much for quite a while yet. Uh, Just to sort of let you figure out things as we go. So there's some clues in here. There'll be clues in the next few episodes. We'll drop things, and you'll sort of have to piece together what has happened in the intervening time. So I guess that turned out to be you. But yeah, well, I mean, when, when Jeffrey sent me the outline for the season, I, I fell in love. <laughs> I that, was, that was a brilliant idea. Well, over again. So, so what what really sort of caused that to, to come to your mind? Oh, yeah, I don't even know. It was just um, I wanted to do something uh, where we could get more time with each of the characters because we have so many characters and there's so many different plot lines and stories that go, you know, each episode in the standard season, they might have one or two scenes only other than like Tommy, who usually is in like a good portion of them. But the other characters, you don't get to uh, spend a lot of time with them at once. And so I thought it would be really nice to be able to do sort of a a more of a deep dive on these characters, get into them and let them let them breathe for like a, a bulk of the episode so that you could just sit and be with them more, get to know them even a little better than maybe you did after all these years because now you get to be with them for a longer time at once. So, right. And so for writing it, it from that perspective too, like um, this scene with just Maddie and Cal just kind of shooting this shit while they're eating together as colleagues and the end scene where they're exhausted and just trying to sleep, it was... The kind of scenes you don't normally get to see with these characters in this show. And so that was very appealing uh, from a creative standpoint for us to get to do something really new. Yeah, it really adds a dimension to the characters, too, because, I mean, we've seen them working together. But this is the first time we've seen that, I guess, over the intervening time period, they've become friends as well, which is nice. And, of course, we got Kim Giannopoulos coming in here as Doc Briggs, uh, who we discovered at the end of last season was part of the fifth. Now she's uh kind of running things. Hey, at least big surprise. Yeah. Which is one small Nobody saw that coming. And you're worried about the candy store. The fifth is concerned about all. Never thought she had a head for business, but here we are. Diversified portfolio. You're really giving mob rule an entirely new meaning. 
Oh, thank There's you. no reason that we can't get along, <laughs> despite your past relationship with the Arkells. Ancient history. So why be Ancient history. Hmm. Oh, it's not, it, it's a figure of speech, you know, it hasn't been thousands of years. They don't live that long. No. One thing I'd never noticed until we were putting the CD, this together, Maddie and Briggs actually sound a lot alike. Until such a time as they safely return home. I mean, Maddie's... I didn't notice. I'm listening now. How else will they tell hmm. their friends about us? Don't underestimate word of mouth. It's not our fault bandits keep attacking. This place is mending money. And we've got it locked down like a fortress. The rustler gangs don't know that. Maybe they would. I mean, it's not so close that you can mistake one for the other, but they do have very similar voices. Very there is similar a similar tonality to it, sort of. Interesting. I had never picked up on that before. But then again, you know, I don't know how many scenes they had together before. There might have not even been any before. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I can't think of any offhand. That they uh, funeral? I think funeral, maybe. maybe. Yeah, because everybody was at the funeral. Yeah. The fifth didn't supply your precinct with ember pistols just to have to turn around and burn our businesses down. <laughs> and there, there's the <laughs> reference to the back to what, what this new hardware is and where it came from. So that's good. Hey. The police are using weapons supplied by the fifth, which is dicey in its own. So, you know, there's a lot there's a lot going on. They worm their way into your flesh. And the description is just beautiful. <laughs> It does explain the sizzle, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> oh, passive-aggressive, it's delightful. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Great. So, keep the collateral damage down, and the rustler gang's on the ground, and we'll be... She's all chipper as she goes out. Yes. She's got her message across. Thank you. <laughs> she reminds me of this woman I know. <laughs> Oh, yeah? Who? This nice lady I thought was a doctor with tenuous crime family connections, who then turned out to be part of a no longer mythological oh. different crime family, and now seems Cal. to be in charge. He's a funny guy. <laughs> Cal is a lot of fun, and I'll tell you, um, he was a minor role last yeah. season, and once we, this is another one of those instances, once we heard Chris, uh, Christopher's portrayal, we're like, Cal's really cool now. And so I think his role grew a little more. And I think mm. in the original outline for last season, um, when all the assassinations were happening in the last episode, he was going to get, you know, whacked and he was going to be gone. And then we're like, but no, Cal's too great. We, we can't kill Cal off. Cal has to stay. So it's just one of those instances where the performance worms its way into you. And you're like, oh, he's too great now. We got to keep him. So he's like a cerebral Barney Fife. <laughs> Moonlight Garden. You know, if we set this one out and let Sarah's biggest competitor take the hit, her prices might come down. Hilarious. <laughs> My salary's lower than yours, and I keep losing these bets. Something's got to give. Hey, new week, new tally. Maybe you'll get off to a good start. Either way, at least they get to watch murderous dickholes burn. And it's always funny hearing him swear. <laughs> ah, it always sounds a little off coming from him, which I like. That's a very 1940s cop voice. And then he swears, which, you know, is against the Hayes Code. Oh, so and there, now, was a, there was a reference earlier in, in the first scene about uh, candy-thieving douche nozzles, <laughs> which which amused me because that's douche nozzle is my, my Angry Birds league name. And now we're in Maddie's apartment. Um, sound effects. What does sparsely furnished loneliness sound like? <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, we have fun with those scripts. But we do. It's fun to have fun. I think we had a nice uh, Twitter exchange about interesting uh, stage directions. Yeah, I took some heat for that, but that's okay. Yeah, it's it's okay. deserved. It's fun. I've done it too, so you know, we're all guilty. That's right. It's, it's like turning it over to the minions. Here, minions, <laughs> do this. <laughs> Got to sound like this. Make it. Make it so. And I think with the with the uh, crystal looking music, as you called it, I think it makes it sound nice and usually sleep on the pole single. All she needs office. is a cat right now, and it's perfect. I want to say I did not go into this episode with the intention of letting people know that Cal was well endowed, but I really love the word gabardine, and I wanted to use it. And I'm like, why would he need gabardine underwear? Well, that reason invented itself. So. His swarthy junk. His swarthy junk. <laughs> So that, that, that makes two major characters who we've discovered are, are so equipped. I think uh, Hooks was the other one yes. that popped up. Yes, Hooks is famously well endowed. No yes. nightcap, thanks. I'm tired. <laughs> that he's very thrilled about that or cares about using it much, but right. <laughs> he's got it. He just, oh well. <laughs> nice quiet sleep as the music and lights go down. And then we've all had this feeling, phone rings just as you've gone to sleep. You know, I want to say before we get too far that, um, you know, you, it's easy to notice the uh, massive sound effects work you guys have to do, like with the ember pistols and stuff in that opening scene. But in here with the um, the drawer and the sheet and the, you know, flopping it out to put it over mm. the sofa and Maddie flopping on the bed, all those little things make her apartment feel very lived in, even yep. if it's, you know, empty and lonely. And I really liked all that. So it felt very real. Thank you. Yeah, every time I'd be going through the script, I'd be like, oh, crap, I need to get that. Oh, crap, I need to get that. <laughs> Is it the station? <laughs> it's Allison. Bum, bum, bum. And she sounds so surprised. Hmm. Speaking of Allison. Speaking of. She's waking up. This is uh, Melissa Autumn Hearn as Allison. And we'll have Christine Chester as Aaron and Caitlin Kleiman as Chris. Um, Brand new cast members. You'll be hearing a lot of them this season. Yeah, we've got a lot of one-off characters this season, but uh, these two are going to be around for a while. So hope a you lot enjoy of them. new characters. In every episode, you'll be hearing new voices. It's going to be a lot of fun. So keep an eye out for those audition notices, kids. This, this opens almost like Kill Bill. This is really good. Why, why am I so weak? Where are my clothes? And I just love the, the image of these intimidating sounding footsteps coming in and then these nice happy voices. Nightmares. Well, one's happier than the other. Well, yeah. Chris is pretty cranky. Delightfully yeah. cranky. The performance is very great. And, you know, Erin is great too. She's so chipper and kind. You can hear it in her voice. And I love the way that they, they play off each other. Standing here holding the tray. What am I supposed to do? Act like I walk around with it all day? Maybe this is the only time discuss that. And they've got great chemistry for two people that, as far as I know, have never met. Well, yes. sorry, this wasn't exactly in the job description. No, I know. He's winging it. I, that's one of the things I love with this, the magic of two people, different parts of the country, but you put them together and they just click when you edit them together. Well, a lot of that goes, uh, the credit for that, not only to the actors and their performances, but you guys as the directors choosing the takes that work best together and making it all gel, so... No. Bravo to you guys as well. Thank you. Support. Yeah, sure. Who the fuck are you? Please just 
stand up? I can do it on my own. Fuckers, don't. <laughs> Maybe not. It's weird because, like, Tommy's never been combative before. No. So Stubborn? What? Under the floor. It's like Who knew? Fire on my. Where are my shoes? <laughs> Where are my clothes? You've got a lot of questions. You don't fucking say. Did you give her the jumpsuit? I thought you had it. Super. <laughs> Crack staff here, folks. Crack staff. Fucking am. Yeah. What is fucking going on? And and uh, here it comes. Uh -oh. Are you sure you don't want some of this food? It'll um, it, it it'll help. And it's cold. It's fresh out of the galley. Aaron must be Italian, tr trying to get Allison to eat all the time. <laughs> uh, or there could be another oh, reason. I'm Aaron. Mm. My friend here. Who's to say? Certainly who's not. Who's to say? Who knows? Uh, not you. No. No, we nope. wouldn't say and anything like that. I. What the fuck is going on? Nice, good thumping closer music there. <laughs> Oh, what? Ah, uh, big surprises coming for you later this season. Oh, so many surprises. We have such horrible delights in store for you. Like, if you're like, what? If you feel like Allison and are like, what the hell is going on? That's how you're supposed to feel right now. So stay tuned. That just means you gotta, you gotta keep listening, folks. And of course, we got Julie Ave here doing our credits back at this again this season. Always fun to listen to her voice. She has such a beautiful voice. Oh my gosh. RP at its best, you know. So yeah, that, that's the episode. Um, let us know what you think. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes if you haven't already. We love those. Uh, tell your friends, tell your enemies. Uh, we're on Twitter, at Pendant Web. We're on Facebook. We're on Tumblr. We're other places. We're on Discord. Uh, join us on Discord. Have some fun. There's a lot of cool discussions going on there, and I actually will join in sometimes. Um, oh, crazy. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a hoot and a holler. Thank you, everybody, for listening and for being with us for 10 seasons now. What the heck's going on? Wow. So, We're going to make it worth your while. It's 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 going to be another ride, folks. So strap in now. Uh, so, Jeffrey, Bruce, thank you for joining us. We'll be back in about a month with, I believe, Pete Mylan, uh, for, as well as Bruce, next episode. So until thank you, Big J, for a, a great start to a season. That 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 was a good bang. Oh, well, you're so so kind for saying so. Thank you guys for kicking ass on it. Yay. All right, folks. We'll see you. Ciao. Bye.